Hello and welcome to Greatness Connect where we discuss issues that can transform our lives. My name is Sulaiman Olarwaju. Today we shall be looking at the highest common factors of success. I'm sure you still remember HCF from your mathematics class. Now here we go. Success is a product of a process. Success doesn't just happen, it is made to happen. Success is really accidental, but usually the outcome of carefully thought out and deliberate action. For any individual organization to be successful, some conditions precedent must be satisfied. However, it is not every person or organization that is willing to take the steps that will ensure success. Hence, while success is always within the reach of everyone and every organization, the inability of some persons and organizations to do what is required always makes it perpetually elusive to them. Among all success enabling factors, here are the, here are the six highest common ones. These are found in everyone and every organization that has recorded considerable success. The first factor is vision. Every great endeavor starts with a vision. A vision is a guide to the future. A life without a vision is a recipe for disaster. Just like an aircraft cannot fly successfully without a compass, so can't men and organizations excel without a clearly stated vision. Without a carefully crafted vision, life will be laborious. As observed by J.P. Watt, a former American defensive footballer, if you don't have that vision for the end goal, you have no clue where you are going and you are going to work very hard to go nowhere. So without vision, there's nothing to aspire to. Without vision, motivation to beat us will be nailed. Without vision, several options will beckon. Vision is great because it brings focus to activities and prevents wasteful deployment of resources. Once a person or an organization decides on a vision, all energies are channeled towards the actualization of that vision. Other things become insignificant. However, having a vision is not a guarantee for success because the vision has to be broken down into actionable parts to be meaningful. It is when the actionable bits are religiously executed that success is achieved. The next factor is service. To be successful, you must be willing to render a service. Service is making life easier and better for others. It is also solving problems for others. Every great person knows this and uses it. Every great business understands it and applies it. Rendering high quality service is the edge which world beaters have over others. Those who render high quality service as well as those that solve problems are held in high esteem by the rest and have access to many things which are denied others. To register the name among the list of the highly successful render services which even your detractors cannot fulfill. While offering great service is the path to success and immortality, rendering poor services is the path to failure and mortality. This fact was not clear to the management of the Nigerian telecommunication services, NITEL, until it was too late. Let me tell you this short story about NITEL. Before the advent of JSM in Nigeria, NITEL, the government agency saddled with the provision of telecommunication service in the country, was a lot of the staff and a pain to everybody else. Being a monopoly, the organization would rough shot over its customers. It has zero respect for those who use the services and have little consideration for their feelings. Customers were treated as a burden. Complaints by them were swept under the carpet. To get any service from the organization would involve either acquaintance with the company's top shots or the willingness by the service seeker to grease the palms of United Service staff members. To get a small product case, customers will be subjected to a range of traumatic experiences and would often have to sacrifice the whole day. To improve the communication service in the country, 
become a liberalized receptor and license other service providers. After the GSM options for operators, the government gave Nathan a free license and was asked to compete with others in the provision of mobile telephone services. However, the company was worsted by competition because the service would not hold candle to its competitors. Nitus' inability to offer quality service sounded a death now. Despite getting a free license, Nitus could not survive because it could not render quality service. For those who plan to succeed, open quality service is non-negotiable. Great service is fueled by knowledge and excellence. If you do your work the way others do theirs, you will get a result that is not different from others. Offering quality service will not be realizable without increasing knowledge. Therefore, to position yourself to continually offer first class services, you have to be unrepentantly committed to deepening your knowledge about your industry and the market. And deepening your knowledge, you are able to champion innovations and you keep your customers worshipping at your altar. That is the secret of Apple. Virgin Atlantic, MTN, Globacom. Amazon and others in that class. To be successful, you have to be outstanding and that means exceeding expectations. So becoming successful requires going the extra mile to keep your public satisfied and happy. The next factor is selflessness. The average human being is selfish. Everyone wants to take advantage of others. Therefore, those who demonstrate selflessness stand out and position themselves for success and greatness. When individuals exhibit selflessness, they become heroes. When organizations show that they are not in business just to make and big customers, they tower above their peers. Let's look at an man's heroic act. When suspended elders stormed a village in Plateau State in 2018, about 262 of the villagers, mostly Christians, had no choice but to flee to the neighboring Inga village in Gashish district, in Barkinladi local government area of the state. On arrival at Inga, they found out that the only safe place for them was the mosque. They went to the mosque and were sheltered and shielded from harm by an 83-year-old imam, a Bakri Abdullah. When the attackers got to his village, Abdullah, in spite of the obvious danger to him, did not give up to the Christians. There were sporadic shootings and stampede, but they ensured the safety of the Christians. The news about Abdullah's heroic, heroic act later got out. He was recognized by the Plato State Government and was also invited to the State House by President Muhammad Bari. Until that development, Abdullah was a nobody. If he had put his own safety first and had refused to protect to the Christians, he would have remained a non-entity. But by this surplus, he now enjoys national recognition. Many business owners believe that the business exists to make profits. So their focus is maximization of profits. They try all they can to squeeze as much as they can out of their customers. But such businesses always end up struggling. The companies that thrive are those that are not focused on profit, but on doing more for their customers. Companies that are motivated by doing more for their customers offer excellent services at affordable prices. They also get involved in corporate social responsibility. Organizations that put profit before quality service struggle with low patronage and poor cash flow. The next factor that we have to look at is passion. According to the former president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, without passion, you don't have energy, and without energy, you have nothing. Trump is very correct. Passion is a matter of the heart. It is life's lubricant. It's a blend of love and keenness. The process starts with love, which is buoyed by fervency and results in the total devotion of a person to a particular endeavor. Passion is putting body, soul, and spirit into adventure. 
it is little commitment of an individual to the actualization of an idea or project. For those who lack passion, success is being rushed. The focus of passion is beyond pecuniary compensation. It's about making an impact. To be passionate about the thing is to be totally consumed by it to the extent that it is the last thing on your mind before you go to bed and the first thing on your mind when you wake up in the morning. Without passion, life loses its spirit. Without passion, life is due to mere extent. Without passion, life is flat and uninspiring. Passion is what keeps one on, on, on the go and makes life a worthwhile experience. Every life that will express success must be driven by passion. Though passion is intangible, it is perceptible and it distinguishes the person from the crowd. It is contagious and just even to whoever possesses it. According to John Wesley, when you set yourself on fire, people will love to come and see you burn. That is the power of passion. A passionate person cannot be ignored. It's a center of attraction. He has got the vigor to accomplish what is required and everybody wants to be part of the show. So, irrespective of his station in life, a passionate person with considerable influence because people are naturally drawn to him. With influence comes power, and power, among other things, is a harbinger of affluence. Another factor is consistency. Consistency is the room where greatness is conceived, shaped, and built. Nothing of lasting significance is ever accomplished without consistency. Hence, as observed by Tony Robbins, an American businessman, it's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives, it's what we do on a consistent basis. Every great athlete knows this. So does every outstanding artist, musician, engineer, footballer, and entrepreneur. The more consistent a person is that is executing a task, the more provision they become that is. Consistency results in momentum and compound effect which builds a powerful force in favor of the consistent. Inconsistency often arises from lack of priority. Stephen Covey, in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful, counsels that first things must be put first. He has that the key to achieving this is not to prioritize the work on one's schedule, but to schedule one's priorities. To be consistent, you have to decide what is important to you and do it irrespective of the challenges or the difficulties you may encounter. People fail to be consistent in doing a thing when they lose cognizance of its importance. And the final factor is courage. Without courage, the best a person can be is ordinary. It is courage to run with a vision. It is courage to rally people behind the vision. It is courage to be innovative. It is courage to expand the market. It requires courage to venture into, an, into uncharted areas. Courage is necessary to steer an organization off a dead end with a staring but little known area. It is courage to take tough decisions. It is courage to stay the course when others are making a detour. It also takes courage to admit an error. So without courage, nothing much gets done. Any thriving organization or nation must have had the good fortune of being led by a courageous individual. What most leaders do shortly after assuming office is to settle the mood, resisting the urge to rock the boat. They do the expedient, not the essential. The expedient is routine. The essential is what transforms an organization into an institution. That makes it a reference point. Courage consists of two major components. The first one is competence, and the second one is character. Let's look at each of these two. Confidence brings confidence, which also produces courage. A leader who is on top of the situation in his organization and has rest of development in his industry is able to take well-informed decisions and reject injudicious counsel. A competent leader will be able to challenge the status quo, try new things, and tread where angels tread because of the information at the disposal. 
A strong character is a product of integrity. Integrity is adhering to the highest standards in all situations. Courage is the first casualty of unethical leadership. Anyone who cannot check his own ethics will find it extremely difficult to reign his subordinate. His moral deputy will rob him the courage to do the right thing because he knows that the basis of his action could be easily challenged. So he lacks the courage to go against the grain. He cannot afford to defy the heart. Neither does he have the courage to follow his heart when everything looks bleak because he knows that his cupboard is filled with skeletons. My dear friend, success does not happen by happenstance. It is always the result of deliberate actions, decisions, actions and decisions. I know you want to be successful, but are you willing to do what is necessary for you to live your dreams? I'll see you at the top. My name is Sulaiman Rajuni. See you next time.